0: Ray, Yaka, Mark, and Kai, Mark, and Kai Ray, Yaka, Mark, and Kai, Mark, and Kai Blake and Jack, Ray, and Buzzo Stupid Brothers Podcast, presented by the Bradley League Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother.
1: I am Luke. I am in Philly, and seven episode
0: seventy-eight. I can I can hear you smiling through the mic, man. You too. <laughs> I started talking, um, this is obviously a very exciting one. This is great, man. This is exciting. Oh, uh, man. So we're field winners, we were there. It was it was one of the all-time. I would say all time days, all time weekends. This was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So, well, where to begin? I mean, I mean, it, just maybe we can try to set this up a bit. It was like,
1: I mean, what a weekend in Philly, first of all. What yeah. like we yeah, were all shout out, shout out to a, Philly. Yeah, we had a. I'm sure everyone had such a stressful week with the election and you know, waiting for, for the, the, the results, um, and, oh, I, I, and after Saturday, everyone, I, you just feel a sense of relief from everyone, and it just felt so good, and props to Philly, man, we, we turned it out, and I, I feel, I know I've only been here for, you know, a couple of months now, but it, you know, I feel really proud to live in a city like Philly, and, and just seeing all the, the celebrations and everything after, uh, from the whole week was, was really, really cool, um, But to leave that and having that lead into this kind of game was it was like kind of a nice distraction. But then like on Sunday, it was like, oh, crap, this is what a day. This is going to be such a a, a different kind of anxiety and stressful day. But it was it was crazy.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, Beautiful day. So, you know, it's like Sunday, super sunny, nice weather. Uh, We were. Tailgating in lot A, pretty much all by ourselves, which was fun. Um, you know, people are drinking champagne uh, before the game, and and then it's all like it kind of felt normal, and that was good uh, with our small little small little get together. And then we head in, and and things start. And I'd say the first really exciting thing during that game was when uh, Dad turned to us and said, "Red Bull scored."
1: Oh yeah,
0: and that was like kind of like whole. Holy crap, like that's that's like in our favor. We're not used to this. Usually it's not things going uh the union way. And mm-hmm. then you said they scored again just like a minute later. It's yeah. like holy crap. Like, okay, so now we basically have a two-goal lead in the supporters shield, like in the game. Like if we lose two nothing, Toronto loses two nothing, yeah. we win the shield. And so that was exciting. Um yeah, New England came out, and you could tell. I felt like you could tell that, like we were all nervous, um, us as fans, and then the players. And then once you kind of like defended that first initial wave of uh, New England come out, then we really took over. And I felt like after their initial wave of pressure, um, other than the last couple minutes, we didn't really feel threatened throughout the game. Uh, you know two strikers scored two good goals and defense locked it down. I felt like the pressure uh, really got to like our, our uh, press really got to new England felt like they were not able to get the ball moving towards our goal ever. And um, yeah, just like having that press working really takes a lot of stress off of um, us fans because it's not like we're sitting there defending in the box and us just, you know, our fingernails.
1: And, and then to go along with that, um, a, a pretty major note of this game, Matt Freeze started, and we didn't expect oh, yeah. that. Like even our last episode, we were like, no, that's that doesn't make sense. That wouldn't happen. They're gonna stick with Bendig, He's the he's got the experience. That's what they need in this kind of moment. But currently right. with, with Freeze and, um, and 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 like you said, there wasn't a lot that. New England did to threat, and like honestly I feel like we've been saying that in every New England game we've had uh we never felt threatened by them and yeah. this game yeah. you
0: know he had a pretty easy game like he didn't really have to make many big saves um the defense really really protected the box really protected the goal real well mm-hmm. um he had a couple couple of saves that were kind of like softer or at him but yeah. um it wasn't anything that you know, to be fair to Joe Bendick, nothing that I don't think he wouldn't have right. been able to handle. Right.
1: And and on that note, I I feel like I know there's a lot of harshness towards Bendick, and we covered it last time. But I I, I saw um I, I freeze in in the uh, a post game that like you said like Bendick like sent him a really nice message like on the on the game day that like really he's really backed him, and so it seemed like they're really close. And there wasn't any like drama or animosity on that decision, and obviously. Curran is one of the best player managers, so like we we kind of expect that. But it was kind of cool to hear that you know Bendik was you know still rooting for for Freeze, and there wasn't of anything course. anything any bad will in that.
0: Yeah, of course, good bet. Um, and that that kind of brings it into the team as a whole. Um, you know this team the whole time has been special. Um, they they've just the way they put together the roster, young guys, old guys, um, little diamonds in the rough. Uh, their transfer fee budget that they started their starting lineup was is like super low compared to other teams. Um, and just like as a whole, this team, I think we could tell as the season went on that they were different than regular regular union teams. And then as the season gained momentum, you really felt that wave of success coming and uh, then it obviously ended. Um, top on the top, the the best soccer team in the United States and Canada. Yeah, for which Both. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, our, our friend, friend Alexi Lalas, friend of the program possibly. <laughs> um, it's a one-way friendship, but uh, says that there he put an asterisk on it on a tweet or something congratulating us. What do you think about an asterisk?
1: Yeah, I mean, and I feel like it's it's probably been covered, and I know Kincaid has mentioned it in 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 their episodes that like yeah, there's definitely gonna be an asterisk. There's an asterisk on this whole year, like it's just it's gonna be different because this year is not a normal year for anyone, and like obviously sports is affected in that too. So it's like yeah, sure, it's gonna be an asterisk, but it doesn't mean you union didn't deserve this. They didn't earn a trophy. I mean it, obviously, we didn't play a lot of teams, but that's not anything not to, not to fault the union like they beat the teams they played they had the most cohesive and consistently uh high quality team this entire year, so like in in such a strange year they just they earned it, and that's that was that's the yeah, it's not like uh, all against them it's just the, it's just the circumstances i guess.
0: Yeah, I feel like, um, if anything, it almost is uh, more of a testament to how hard this was with how players had to treat them, um, treat their whole lives as kind of a little more fragile and precious uh, as they're, you know, managing the pandemic and and just like the whole year. And no matter what profession you're in, if, if you win, you know, employee of the month because you're the only one still going into your building, like you deserve that. If you win, you know, teacher of the year during this year, holy smokes, way to go. Like, and if you're the union who sure you didn't play Seattle and Portland, like, but you, you finished top of the league. You only gave up 20 goals in the year. You're the highest goal differential, um, in the whole league. You're only, uh, the only one, no, two teams were above you in goals for. So it's not like it's some fluke. It's, it's obviously we've been building to this, you know, every year, getting better, getting better, getting better. And, um, Took care of business. I mean, we only lost four games. Like, get out of here. That's awesome.
1: Um yeah. Insane. No, we won yeah. every single game at home.
0: Yeah, like Insane. that's crazy. And and now we get to host every every playoff game. Yeah. Um. So it's been well documented. And, and when you saw the shield come out, it definitely did not look as impressive. Like being there in person, seeing the shield come out is like, huh? like. I, I don't know. I think yeah. something looks a little off like that. Uh, like, it looks a little weird. And, and like, so I was kind of relieved to hear that. I was relieved to hear that it was not the real Shield because I didn't think it was the real Shield. But it, it, it was right. pretty cool. I mean, obviously, yeah. the story's been well-documented about the whole thing. Very cool. Very Philadelphia Union. Very 2020. Very just, like... It, it it was everything. It was everything that it should have been in that that moment. And now they got the real shield in town, so that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like we obviously have never won this or any trophy, so we're like, oh, that looks a little different. I you know, but like I've never seen the trophy in person, so it's like who who, who, who might have know what the actual thing looks like. But then I so I feel like we we could see from our seats the like the back of the shield. It had like the handles. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. a real shield. That is not at all what I would expect a trophy to have. So yeah. it it definitely made a lot of sense afterwards hearing the, the actual story and perhaps to, um I don't know I forget his name, but the dude, the the web manager's fiance's boyfriend, sisters, cousins, uncle, uh who who gave who had the shield and, and let the union uh use it. And hopefully they get to keep it and they get him a replacement or something better. So they can yeah. actually have that and keep that in the in their trophy case because the, the actual shield gets passed to the next team. And hopefully the union are, are better with their, their shipping skills that the next team doesn't have to deal with this. But, you know, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so, again, so we've been in that stadium for the uh, Open Cups and we've been able to watch other teams celebrate and, you know, go up on the stage or whatever, jump behind the banner But finally, finally, we got to have our moment, and it was crazy. Um, It's also kind of tough because the stadium's not full, and I didn't feel like like ideally I would have wanted to run. So we were on the backside of the celebrations, run around to the front side. Um, But with COVID, kind of felt like we couldn't do that. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, it, it it was very sorry. I don't know. I don't even know why I started talking, but I was just. It was such a cool I don't know it was just we've never gotten to see a championship and then we actually got to see all this stuff you know you watch soccer every year in uh, World Cup Champions League and teams lift these these trophies these uh, awards and the confetti and fireworks blast off behind them and it's like wow that's really cool I don't think I really understood that like that could happen to my team and I could see that like I don't know if I realized that that was like a real possibility. It was always something that was cool. They got to do that. That's fun.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And it it did feel like a little bit of a bummer with the COVID factor that like celebrating, you know, you couldn't have the full fans there, but you know, the ones that, the one, those of us that were lucky to be there, you know, it was, it was pretty great. But yeah, it, it did feel unreal. And it still kind of still feels unreal, even though we were there and it's, you know, days past that this actually happened and we got to experience that. Um, but yeah. it, it was such a, it's just such a cool moment. And, and it, going back to the, how we started the podcast, it, it felt like just like a big weight lifted off of everyone's shoulders. Like you could see it in the players and we could feel it like oh, as fans, like, oh, this, we finally did it. We didn't, you know, ruin another chance that we came so close to, but we actually, th- this team actually did it. And, oh man, it just felt so good. And seeing the players run around and, you know, hoist that shield, it, it just, it was it was just a, such a a memorable moment, and you and I were, you know, screaming our our butts off, and and it was really cool that we got to, not to be cheesy, we got to experience that together and have our parents right there and and Jonathan and and just being able to enjoy that moment, and uh, it 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 was just you know a once in a lifetime kind of thing.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so which which player had the best uh? Shield moment, yes. Yeah, so moment.
1: There is there is a, there is some nice things that happened that on that that field. So we had you know a couple speeches. Bedoya's five for five speech I felt was pretty good, pretty uh, impactful. And then then Ray snuck up on the mic. He, I think like he had to, like almost interrupt Kevin Casey who was calling up. Um, I I think it, I guess it was Curtin. but Ray jumped on the mic and you know had to say like you know good things happened in Philly and felt pretty cool. And then. You see, like homegrown's taking pictures together on a field, which well, that that one really stuck out to me. That was really really cool to see that kind of moment. All and see the homegrown's on the field yeah, when the the confetti went up and everything, and, and then you know later on, you see Kai Wagner he's sleeping with the shield, uh, you know in his bed, which is a, a classic soccer player moment. Um, yeah, and, and then you know Andre Blake running to the field and, and getting to experience it too because. He obviously wasn't on the field to to play because of his hand. So getting getting him out there was was cool to see him run out there from the locker room and stuff. So I don't know, a lot of moments. What, what was one of your one was what was your favorites?
0: Uh, I'd say Rays and the homegrowns. Bedoya's speech. I you know I I thought I think in a good way he didn't have it prepared because I didn't want him to like get cocky thing at oh, all. I'm gonna get to make a speech today. Um, I felt like I felt like it was a little. I felt like he could have done better um that's be, that's me being really picky <laughs> i really liked rays i really liked rays yeah um things happen in philly i felt like he kind of talked more about the big uh moment um and maybe that's because i'm also not like a philly i'm not in philly i don't really care for the five for five like um uh, like i don't follow all the philly sports that closely mm-hmm. uh so for me it's like all right cool like i'm more of a one for one Philly, but you know, sometimes on Sundays I'll be two for two. And if the sixes are good, I'll go three for three. And if the other ones are good, I yeah, I'll go decent, but, uh, the homegrowns, I think it's definitely, definitely the union, um, uh, the union. I don't know. That's, that's, I like it. Let's say that. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. It was cool. And seeing the, uh, the post about, uh, how Matt Freeze was at the very first union game and then he got to ho hold up the trophy this weekend was like as a as a cool moment that you don't get to see uh,
0: yeah in the other union franchises. Media team. Yeah, the Union social media team has so much going on right now between the whole, you know, Captain America thing and then all of these homegrowns who they've got these pictures from when they're like, you know, four years old to to now. And um yeah, yeah, they're just constantly putting out new stuff. Not to mention all the pictures from Sunday. A lot of good stuff coming out right now. So the season doesn't end in a supporter shield if it wasn't so special. So let's talk about some of the special moments of the year. Um you made a little list. I'll let you go through your list and I'll add some in.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I feel like with like, you know, any kind of big run to a trophy there's certain moments that stand out when you look back on on the run and you have to have certain players that you don't maybe don't expect step up or certain plays that that happened that that built to the you know the ultimate prize and everything so I feel like some that like I want to like look back at and call and call out would um from the from this season would be um what would be like the the Vooten save the the, at the end of the I was the the revs one of the revs game that um was a was it was a, at a in a crucial moment and he you know he's a guy that hasn't hasn't had a year that anyone uh he he had a, he's had a rough year but he, he came up big in that in that one moment when when you needed him and then the big Toronto 50 game that like turned the tides and made this this trophy actually a reality and then and then other things like you know you think about like the rise of El Brujo um who Without him, you know, that's this team is different. So his his impact in, in coming in this year and making such an immediate... Um, having such an immediate presence in the midfield was was huge. And then you think, go back all the way back to, you know, when things were normal, the LAFC Thriller, which showed that, you know, this team has quality against what we thought was the best team in the league at the moment. And then other things like, you know, the homegrown stepping up, like McKenzie with a game-time goal, Fontana with his... His, his bangers and, and and game winning goals so like there's so many moments that you think back on that what that brought this to this moment and, and so many different guys that contributed to to this team it was so it's cool to see I want, I want to hear what your favorites might have been from that or any of any others that i missed
0: yeah i mean you know i love the font man when he had his little run of goal scoring that's that's that was uh very cool um obviously the lafc i think we saw a new union uh, kind of like a new team that um yeah, just kind of flexed in a different way that we've ever seen. Uh, MLS is back. That whole tournament kind of was a coming out party, um, not only for uh, the team, but Brendan Aronson really kind of flashed some of his skills there. Um, and within that tournament, we had the big 3-1 win over Sporting. Um, and we started that tournament with a 1-0 win against NYCFC. And I feel like if, if we don't win that first game, I mean, really the whole season could have been very different because that was kind of one we marked as like all right we're playing this team that you know kind of has our number but we're playing on a real soccer field so um we beat uh red bull in red bull arena um pretty convincingly um it was like a 3-0 win um i I think another
1: one that it Maybe it kind of more off the field, but the Aronson, um transfer.
0: Yeah, of course. I feel like
1: that's obviously like you know off the field, so doesn't exactly contribute to like this this season and getting to the the supporter supporter shield. But it kind of just shows the quality of this team and a a, a guy like that um, being hit, so as young and, and as and, and being a home groom but like being a extremely important piece of a, a talented midfielder and contributing to. The offense, and then being so good that he gets sold for millions to a, a Champions League team.
0: Yeah, and then continuing the off the field stuff. Obviously, uh, the the um, like MLS is back, making their big statement, wearing the victims' names on their jerseys. Right. Uh, you know, Warren Cravall designing the shirt. Our guys being very um, just off the field leaders with the Black Lives Matters movement and getting people out to vote. Um, the stadium opening up to be a, a voting. Hub. So just like a lot of off-the-field stuff along with this team where, you know, yeah, we may have uh, put together some nice wins, a 1-0 win here and there, you know, beating up on Cincinnati or holding them to a 0-0 draw. Um, but then, yeah, so much off-the-field stuff, too, that this year, it, it's it's unlike any other year. And you can include that in the asterisks, you know, if you want to talk about, yeah, the Union won. Um, Supporter shield, but it's an asterisk because it's this year. All right, we'll include in that asterisk. Look at all the stuff they did off the field. Look at what they stood for as a collective unit and uh, fighting for, you know, social justice. So if you want to talk about asterisks being a weird year, well, make sure you include all the details. So how about that? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, let's go union best, union worst. <laughs> all right, hoof. That's gonna be I tough. Did, I, I did not think about this, but I got. I think I got. I got okay,
1: it. you go first then.
0: Oh well, I didn't have my best. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. But I got. Oh, okay. So I'll go best. Um, I got. I got two. I'm thinking of. I'm gonna go with Mark McKenzie. Okay. Uh, really, I could have gone either center back, back and El Brujo just they just um kind of carried us, you know. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so I'll say I'll say that'll be my best. Okay, I, I got mine. Um okay. mine would be Corey Burke. Which, that was very good. That's yeah. yeah that I, I feel like play.
1: he should have been added in those that you know list of special moments because him his yeah. return was really really cool and I I think he's gonna I feel like he's he's gonna be one of those guys that goes down as like a union legend type player. Um, maybe not like Ring of Honor, but just like a highly regarded player to union fans and and I his, his getting. Getting the a goal in this end of, in the game Sunday to really clinch it was was really cool to see.
0: Yeah, that is that's a good call. As I, I like that as far as like things off the field too. Mm-hmm. Very cool, man. Um, and then Union worst. I don't I don't know where you could go with this, so you go. I mean, I was just I. It's a striker who's not scoring. I mean, it's. it's, <laughs> All right. it's yeah, it's not a great. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'm not
1: even. I don't even. I. I can't. I really don't want to say one from this. I don't. I don't want to have a, a worse from a game that won as a trophy. So.
0: Well, now I feel like a jerk. Yeah. Well, you should. You should. Um. Cool, man. Well. Uh, all right. So, we're gonna take a break. Um. <laughs> <laughs> After the break. We'll talk some union stuff. International break. MLS awards finalists. We'll talk about some preseason predictions, and then we might end the podcast. It <laughs> might just have to end, like, at all with me singing. Um, I got a few songs to sing, some nursery rhymes. So, oh, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, come back after this. If you want. Only if you want. I mean. <laughs> hey, guys. Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly League Game. Thanks for listening. Uh, we got a good second half. Um, yeah. We'll see. It's time we'll to- see. Yeah, well, I, I I need to just drink heavily for the second half to go as well. So, um, their national break is happening. What's I, I don't know, it's kind of cool, kind of weird. How did you feel about Jamiro going straight from um, the union winning to the airport and then heading over to uh, international duties?
1: Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of a bummer. I feel like you could at least want one night where you get to celebrate with your team and really, like, enjoy all, all of that, but... I mean, you know, I'm sure he's happy he's getting called up to the national team. Like that's always a special thing. So, you you know, I guess that that has to take priority. But it is a bummer because you know such a special night for the team that he probably wants to would have wanted to stay at least the night. Um, but you know, you know, good on him and good on Bezos for getting uh the calls up call ups. Um, I don't know if we're gonna be able to watch those games. I don't know how you'd be able to watch or you know you know there's international break games but you know it's cool I, I think i'm also really excited that for the first time in what feels like years for the US men's national team to to play games cuz that roster actually looks like exciting
0: yeah yeah it's true yeah, you can call
1: but um but to stick with union it's um less uh detrimental to their roster than we we kind of thought um before this got released um you know last week current was saying they're like oh it's gonna be really bad there's gonna be a lot of guys getting called up so we were we went to like worst case scenario like you know burke maybe glasness even like LA was like taught as like a possibility like all these guys that, and martinez was obviously a big one that we, we we thought we'd lose um but it ended up like martinez was one that like w- w- was pretty really really crucial that we we thought we would not have so that's that's huge and and obviously replacing Montero is going to be tough, but like honestly doable with, with our midfield and it's probably like one of one or one or two guys that you, you'd slot in and it's pretty pretty much fine, even though he's, you know, obviously a top player, but it's definitely not as bad as we expected.
0: Yeah. 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 That's for sure. It's just the, yeah. So will it make a big impact on our first uh, playoff game? So we've got, the opportunity to play Montreal, Miami, and then, of course, it wouldn't be a union game if you're not playing New England. Um, will will the absence make a difference? I mean, yeah, clearly, if you're missing Jamiro, uh, it'll be a difference. Um, but what which of those teams, you know, first glance and how they finish the season, do you have a preference to who you want to play, a team you want to avoid? I don't know. I, it's interesting. I think...
1: I, like I just don't want to play New England. I not like, like like I honestly think we we would beat them again, but I just don't want that to happen.
0: Yeah, we we've seen that movie.
1: Yeah, five it, times too year. much and it's not exciting. Any even even expect, with the exception of last game, uh, it's just not exciting. Um, I I think I want to see Miami. Um, I think that could be fun. Like with you know the Igwe stuff that happened. Um, I think they're. Like obviously everyone all wanna be able to them really super scare me. Um, but I, I think I think Miami would be the most fun matchup. What about you?
0: Hey, I I was going to say the same thing. I would like to see Miami. I also think it would be a cool um thing to do like the team that's like homegrowns and low budget versus David Beckham bringing in all these stars. Not that it really has, but um and just doing that kind of like I mean that'd be the storyline, you know, the team who's done it one way versus the team who's done it a different way. And mm-hmm. then for us to beat them, it'd be it'd be cool. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to see I don't wanna see New England and uh Montreal I'm not really like scared of, but yeah. They're yeah. they're a
1: tricky team though. That Montreal like like we um like we played them fine this year, but they're always, I feel like they're just like they always like has a guy that we don't expect to like kind of jump out and be a, a like a pretty good, a, a, pretty good guy that gives us, us us trouble and. I don't know. I they they always they always just seem tricky and I feel like Mammy is, the most like easily beatable in my mind, even though they have like you said like some star guys and, Ewing is probably getting better than when we saw him first and. Yeah, it'll probably still skyball into the highway, but you know we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so then awards came out officially, uh, or like the finalists for the MLS awards. We had a bunch of guys on the, I guess on the provisional ballot. I don't really know what MLS calls it. Um, but we had some like serious finalists, so mm-hmm. they're like one of like three guys, and so, um obviously goalkeeper of the year you got blake room and turner all from top teams in the east kind of interesting in that aspect uh we've ran up against both of those guys both of them put up good performance really good performances um room was phenomenal last week and then turner he he had one really cool save uh last game right Uh, that was was a great save we didn't talk about but uh um do you think either of them can beat blake for goalkeeper of the year i mean i don't think so i feel like i
1: mean i don't even think like the hand injury was a factor but i, I feel like blake just had a better year like he's been such a standout keeper this whole year and i mean these guys are good but i it's like i don't know i honestly don't know what the stats would say otherwise but i, I feel like it's got to be blake and if he's like not to jump ahead but if he's like the MVP candidate he has to automatically be the goalkeeper of the year then Right? If he's I one mean, of the four best or four best four, four or five best players, you know, in the league, then he has yeah, to be at least by default the best goalkeeper, right?
0: Yeah. But yeah, logistically and what you're saying makes sense. Um and it's like uh um let's see, so it's not fan vote, yeah, it's like players it's like and staff and, and social media and stuff, or not yeah. social media. Media, not social media. Um, otherwise I was going to say, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think your logic is right. Um, he only gave up like 18 goals this year. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so then he's also on the MVP ballot. Like you said, it's him versus, which is weird. Andre Blake versus Nick Ladero, Jordan Morris, Pozuelo, and Diego Rossi. So Seattle's got two guys. You only have one. um, and then Pusuello and Rossi. Can a goalkeeper win Most Valuable Player? What do you think? I doubt I don't it. He's got a shot here.
1: No, I, 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 I honestly doubt. It. I feel like they had to put a Union player because they won the Shield, and so they're the best teams so they need to have a player on that list. But and I, and I, was, I, I do think Blake's a, a a valid choice, but I don't think he'd beat those guys in, in this voting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll probably be a field player. Um. Yeah, and just looking at those guys, I'd say po- probably Pozuelo because I assume Ladero and Morris will kind of split mm-hmm. split media from out there and teams out there. Um, let's see, Defender of the Year, you got Mark McKenzie versus two other Eastern guys, uh, Mensa and Zimmerman. The union made Mensa look like a fool the other day. We yeah. haven't really gotten to see Walker Zimmerman, but um he's carried Nashville into a good solid playoff spot as a uh um expansion side. But I would say Mark McKenzie I, I I think he should win. I mean and I might be a little biased being a union, you Just know, fan. Little. But you know, the given up teams given up the least goals of the year. Uh he I want to say he played every game. Um did he play every minute? Like I I guess I should have known that before I spoke. But um seems like I can't remember a time when he would have been subbed out. Um, did yeah, he play like, every game? I think I thought I thought he I thought he did, but I could be wrong.
1: That's, I thought there's cool. one that it was Elliot and Glazness, but I and I feel like there's some circumstances where he couldn't play, but I don't know, maybe not. Regardless, yeah, I, I think he's like we, I don't know. We always just are so impressed by him, and obviously yeah. we're, we're biased, but he is so talented, and I think there might be a little bit what. Mm. Might hurt his argument is the fact that he's playing like, with other top defenders like Klezness and Elliott weighs in, and then he's got and, Ty you know, Bagger next to him, and then Blake and Goal like eight, yeah, that goalkeeper here behind yeah. him yeah so it's like, and then even Martinez is like a top guy so it's I think that collectively might hurt his argument against maybe a guy like Zimmerman who's I think more carrying his team, yeah. which is might be more impressive in, in, in the votes and, and in this this category, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yep. Um, newcomer of the year looks like they just went with offensive players. So Martinez got robbed there. Hmm. Uh, MLS Young Player of the Year. This this award seems like it was made for the union, but right. they allowed some other players to be on it. So you got Aronson, uh, DK, and Rossi. Um, I honestly think Rossi might win this, being that he got the golden boot. Yeah. And I don't think he would. He's also on the MVP ballot. But I don't think he would win that. So I think even though, you know, obviously we all believe Aronson would be a good uh, winner, I think they would give it to Rossi just based on MLS stuff.
1: Yeah, using the logic I use for Blake for the MVP, I think that would apply to Rossi in this category.
0: Yep. Um, And then lastly, Jim Curtin, Coach of the Year. So you got Jim Curtin, Oscar Perea, and Greg Vanny. I'd say the only thing... That could go maybe not against him, but um, people could like that Perea has taken Orlando and made them an actual decent soccer team in his first year, and so that's like some serious coaching, and Curtin's been working with these guys for a couple years, but I feel like it would just be hard to not give it to Jim Curtin.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is their first trophy ever. Like, that's such an accomplishment with a team that's on such a small budget compared to almost everyone else in the league to be the bit, to be get to win the trophy that calls you to, to, to be the best team in the league. Like that's, that's an, an insane accomplishment. And, and he has to win it. Like we're obviously biased, but that's, it, it feels like such an obvious choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and man, he's such a good guy. It's, it's incredible. Like we get to, we've heard a lot of, he's gotten a lot of like media interviews and stuff. And we see like, like extra time was like, raving about his interview that he was so cool and you were saying like it sounded like typical curtain like he's just a guy that like we 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 get maybe a little um what's the word uh take, maybe spoil yeah because we like we hear him a lot more like and hear friend. how yeah hear how you know level-headed and and well like an interesting but like, interest like he speaks like so like normally and with such like thought and i don't know we he's such, he's such a cool guy to listen to so they they got to experience that, but it's something that, like we get maybe a little more often. But yeah, he's he's a great guy. And seeing his today he put out the letter in the Philly Inquirer, just like I don't know, man. He's just a cool dude and he has to he should get all the uh uh
0: rewards for that. Yeah, all the the cool um, guy Whereas Yeezys people like shoes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Man. Um He's got it all. And then lastly, assistant referee of the year, kind of interesting. <laughs> as no, no. So I was going to say this as a joke, but then I read the names and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So female Catherine Nesbitt is on the uh, one of the finalists, which is cool. Nice. And then the other two guys are both named Corey. So I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool list. You got a girl and two guys named Corey. So okay. yeah, nice. random, but it was going to be a joke. And then I read it. I was like, oh, actually, that's that's cool that. um Yeah. Female representation in a male sports league for end of the year awards. So very cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. So preseason predictions, I, you know, we, everybody makes predictions. Did anyone really think the union could have won supporter shield and we're a very union positive podcast almost to a fault, but no one would say we have any faults. Um, did you, did, I don't think either of us would have predicted supporter shield,
1: no, no way, this is yeah, like we've said before, like this is the trophy we did not expect union to ever win um so it's it feels unreal, and you know we said that, like obviously said that as well, but it's i I can't imagine anyone would have predicted that,
0: yeah, um I guess we yeah, uh, I guess we'll say who someone did predict that the union would win something we'll give that well in a minute but um i was listening to one of our podcasts with matt and we were talking about strikers and this is not to be a downer but um we all ex- had higher expectations for our striking core uh i had a bold prediction and obviously a bold prediction is not going to come true but that between sergio and Casper, we would get around 30 goals you know looking at you know 16 and 14 or something you know both pushing that pushing that uh ceiling of union goal scores in a season Mm-hmm. um they both well, i think they both ended up with eight or so yeah uh, And i think um matt even mentioned that like between those two and vooten it'd be about 24 25 obviously we didn't get anything from vooten um so between our two strikers though we were below 20 goals which is kind of low but maybe it's more of a testament to our team as a whole because we want to be positive right now mm-hmm. um but, yeah, it's kind of, I guess, maybe impressive that our team did so well and scored so many goals, and our strikers were so low or underperforming on that end. Um, just, um, yeah. I yeah. do remember. Yeah, do you want to say anything to that? No, I just say,
1: I, I, I'm i sure, I'm pretty sure my bullet prediction was something about Casper scoring. Maybe, I think, maybe something like breaking the goal scoring season record for the union or, or something along those lines of having a great year. And that really, really wasn't the case.
0: And- cause he was you know. like healthy all year. Like he was like mm-hmm. weirdly, cause he's had like injury and injury riddled past. And this year he was pretty healthy and didn't do as well as when he was injured. Um, I did. I, and I, I forget where I said this, but um, I did make this prediction at the beginning of the year and it kind of came true. I did predict that Matt Fries would be our starting keeper at the end of the year. Uh, I was right for the wrong reason. So I'll, I'll chalk that up to my win column there. Yeah. Um, and then we got to give a shout out to our guy, Zach, because he did say that the union would win a trophy this year because his team won a trophy. was that what it was? His team won a trophy. And so the union would win a trophy. Yeah, yeah, we'll play the clip here to to
1: give him all the credit and and share what his his actual prediction. But you know, good on you, Zach. Well, well done.
0: Sweet. Well, I don't know if you guys saw, but I have that game tonight, and I guaranteed the Union would win a trophy if we won
1: yeah. our championship. That's right. So, yeah. Just, so yeah,
0: I <laughs> I want that on the record. If
1: <laughs> if I if I That's win right. that that we're we're getting a trophy next year. It, it might be the preseason trophy, but it's a trophy. The, the union are gonna win
0: something. <laughs> all right guys. All right, so we'll, we'll um, take it. We'll we'll take it. Right. And we will give you Gosh, all the credit. I guess as I'm looking at our rundown. So I'm gonna sing songs, basically. Uh I was gonna say that when we started this podcast and we started getting some advertisements and I listened to the first one, the first advertisement I heard was uh beyonce was saying stuff and so you know i thought wow if you know beyonce is advertising on our our podcast or some company is using her voice for advertising now maybe i should start singing so um, perfect logic there there's words that said (laughs) so and then i had a second kid and my music career hasn't gotten off so i think i'm going to start it now (laughs) um unfortunately i'm not very musical and don't know what's like the hot beats right now so all i know is little baby bum and other nursery rhymes that show up so that's what i had in my head so i created a bunch of union nursery rhymes and hold on i gotta i gotta take another drink of beer before i start (laughs) you can take as much as you need this might be the last podcast we ever have if, yeah, this might be it. If you're not drinking right now, you're going to want to start. All right, so the first one is based on a little ditty called the Itsy Bitsy Spider. All right. All right, here we go. All right, on, I got to get the rhythm in my head. I need you to not laugh. I need you to not laugh. All right, sorry, sorry. All right, no clapping, no cheering. Get your lighters out. They're silent. All right, All right Itsy Bitsy Spider, Philadelphia Union. Here we go. Philadelphia Union went up the MLS standings. Down came COVID and washed the summer out. Then came fall and games began again. And the Philadelphia Union climbed up the standings again. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. (laughs) All right. Now, to all the listeners, they probably thought, wow, that was pretty good. All right. Now, what's next? Four more. I have four (laughs) Four more. more. (laughs) Four more. All right. He thought it was just one. No, I got four. All right, this one's the longest one. All right, so uh, I'm gonna take another drink. You know, moisten the old windpipes. Wind pipes. <laughs> <Treastaggio>. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is a, a take on on a classic uh, from the farm, Old McDonald. but I'm gonna—it's Old Jim Curtain and Jim. I don't think you're old, but uh, it just worked. So, old Jim Curtain, Here we go. All right. Old Jim Curtin had some homegrown stoop, doop, 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 doop. One of those homegrowns was Brendan Aronson. Doop, 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 doop. With a faint and a turn here, faint and a turn there. Faint here, a faint there, a turn everywhere, a faint and turn. Doop, 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 doop old Jim Curtain had some homegrown. one of those home so was Anthony Fontana with a boom blast here and a boom blast there here a boom there blast everywhere a boom blast old Jim Curtain had some home One of those doop 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 the block and a tackle here, block and a the tackle there, here a block there, a tackle everywhere, a block and a tackle, doop, 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 Ah uh, that, that that's oh, I got man. cut that one off. That was that's I could not cut off with more home friends. don't worry. Uh, the full full version will be released um <laughs> with the uh, with the compact disc. All right. So I know some of you have stopped listening. Thank you.
1: Now we're on so, hickory dickory
0: block. This is, you might have guessed, Hickory Dickory Dock, but this is Hickory Dickory Block, an ode to Andre Blake, Joe Bendick, and Matt Freeze, but mostly Blake. All right. Hickory Dickory Block. Hickory Dickory Block. Blake stopped the shot. They tried again. They were denied. Hickory Dickory Block. All right. Not bad. Not bad. That was an easy one. Nice and easy one. Mm -hmm. All right. Um three more oh so i had six wow look at me that's great all right so this is head shoulders knees and toes but uh for the defense all right Head, shoulders knees and toes all right here we go ray yako mark and kai mark and kai ray yako mark and kai mark and kai blake and jack real and embazo ray yako mark and kai mark and kai that one's good. Okay. I already, that one's good. Mm-hmm. All right. So from the defense, I'm going to the offense. I got one for Sergio. All right. Uh, yeah, this one's kind of funny. All right. Uh, this, this is uh, PG-13, too. So, um, oh, boy. <laughs> all right. So this is uh, row, row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat. I should have made you guess them. That would have been fun. All right. Sergio, oh, oh, oh. Gen- through the defense just kidding he's more like a big ass charging bull let me say that one again sergio oh oh oh, oh. gently through the defense just kidding he is more like a big ass charging bull <laughs> not bad not bad i only have one more only one more man what only a one shame more. I'll, I'll freestyle after okay you just throw the rhyme at me, I'll get I'm just kidding. all right. So this one is twinkle twinkle little shield. Twinkle twinkle little shield. Um all right. Twinkle twinkle. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I wonder what you are? All right. Twinkle twinkle little shield. How I wonder what you are. Borrowed from some Jersey guy like a diamond raised up high. Twinkle twinkle little shield. I'm so glad that you are mine. Nice. There you go. All right. Oh, thank you. Thank just you. Oh. just everyone's aware. He's stopping for himself. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Oh, wow. Uh, standing. Standing ovation. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, wow. Okay. Do you think Kevin Casey might call me up? No, nah, nah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Call me up for the mic? Maybe. Uh, probably. All right. So, um... Oh, man. Luke, which ones were you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, Top quiz. Can you name a nursery rhyme right now? I'm sorry. Put you on the spot. A nursery rhyme? Other than the ones you yeah, said? No, yeah. Yeah, don't say the ones I just said. Uh, um, come on. I can't think of any. Unless, mm-hmm. like, it's Baby Shark one. Uh, So that's kind of the inspiration, because, like, in uh, Excuse me. Scory Burke. Yeah. I wanted to... um. You know come up with my own and so uh i guess i guess sons of ben adam jared you guys are welcome i can send you the lyrics because uh everyone will be singing them yeah but, i'm sure they're gonna where they want these well i might i might be trying to go more you know i might be trying to go global so you I'm gotta license sure. these yeah yeah i might not i might just, i might not just give up the rights that easy so <laughs> sorry Jared. not back before the right price could be yours Luke, have you been on eBay recently?
1: Yes. Alright, so um my weekly eBay find, and I sent this one to you, I think, yesterday. Okay, cool. But it's cool. it's a pretty good one. Um yeah. or interesting one. It's so we've you know we've heard we've seen the, the bimbo list 2010 jerseys, but uh what I found was a bimbo List um Do poops jersey. And it's only $39, 2XL. It looks like a pretty good condition. I don't know if it was like a sample that someone got before they put the Beambo sponsorship on it, or if it was someone successfully was able to remove it. But either way, you can't, I, in the pictures, you can't see it. But pretty interesting. It looks kind of plain, actually. It's it's weird. It looks like it's missing something, obviously. But it, it's, it, you know, it's an interesting buy. If, if anyone mm-hmm. wants to jump on a, a beanball list jersey that isn't uh, one of the old ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there was, like, yeah, and I guess I asked you if there was, like, some story out there of someone who ironed it off or got, like, a, something. I don't know. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. Um. All right, cool, man. No so, one's going to hear that because of the previous no, yeah, segment. No. But- <laughs> no one's listening. And that's cool. That's cool. That's cool on them. It's cool on uh, whoever's listening right now. Get exclusive content that almost no one else has heard, um all right man so i I don't wanna do any predictions right now because obviously we uh you know don't even know who we're playing right, so anything you wanna end with um I don't
1: think so, yeah, we covered it. It's just you know how awesome is this? We are trophy winners now,
0: yeah, that is pretty crazy who knew who knew at the beginning of this year there's so much that we did not know we did not know you know that we were going to be going through this whole pandemic that we were going to be uh having this weird season and then um you know the world's a little bit better now hopefully after the election and uh and the union most importantly have themselves a supporter shield how cool is that pretty great feels good yeah man all right luke well good job tonight and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys again soon i guess next week we'll preview whoever we play i you know, we don't know who we're gonna preview right all right cool all right bye Luke. See <laughs>